Our meditation as we come to the table is from Romans 14, verse 19. I'm just going to read that one verse and one other short verse. Romans 14, 19 says, Therefore, let us pursue the things which make for peace and the things by which one may edify another. So really, there's two things we're pursuing there. I'm going to be focusing on the edifying. And then 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 11 says, Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another just as you are doing. So it's an encouragement to continue edifying. So Romans 14, 19 commands us to pursue the things. Uh, first of all, it says, to the things that which make for peace, uh, which I do plan to talk about a little later. But today... The second half of Romans 14, 19 says we are also to pursue the things by which we may edify one another. Supposed to pursue it. 1 Thessalonians 5 says basically the same. And that there, 1 Thessalonians 5 is speaking of the hope of the resurrection and the joy of living with the Lord forever. But they were going through hard times and part of edifying was to remind each other of that. Now, in these verses, we see the command to pursue the things that edify or build up each other. Edify means to build. So we are to build each other up and not tear each other down. Vine's Expository Dictionary says this, defines edify this way, promoting the spiritual growth and the development of character of believers by teaching or by example. suggesting that such spiritual progress is the result of patient labor. In other words, pursuit. It takes patient labor. So promoting the spiritual growth and the development of Christian the character of believers by teaching or by example. And so we are to promote spiritual growth and have a part in the growth of Christ-likeness here among each other. We are to uplift each other. We are to strengthen each other and enlighten each other even. And it's all too easy to tear down. It's very easy. To tear down a building, you can blow it up, you can knock it down. It's easy to tear down or just let a building deteriorate. It takes a lot of planning and pursuit, I think, and work and patient labor to build a house, for example, and to maintain it. That's why it's so necessary to be an active part of the local body in service through our deeds and our words. First of all, This is going to focus on two ways. First of all, we edify others by our service, using the gifts that God has given to each of us to minister to one another. 1 Peter 4.10, as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. The ESV says it this way, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. So God has given us grace. He's given us a variety of gifts to use to build up his body by our service. And another way we edify each other, which is my focus mostly, is by our words. Ephesians 4.29 tells us that let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. It says necessary edification. It is necessary and comes out, should come out in, in the body. It is necessary for us to be edified by each other. And so a question, I guess, are we more and more speaking words of grace to each other? I believe we are, uh, but which, these are meant to build each other up and then impart grace. And what better words than those of scripture to give each other? 
Are we speaking the word into each other's lives? In, in everybody in our family, are we doing that? Are we building each other up through bringing his word to each other? In Acts 20, Paul said to the Ephesians elders, I commend you to God. So he's, he's saying, I commend you to God. I'm praying for you. And to the word of his grace, he said, which is able to build you up. He commended all them. He was saying goodbye to them, never to see them again. He's commending them to God and to the word of his grace. And he said, made a point, the word of grace is able to build you up. And so even if we're not saying destructive things to each other, are we really building each other up like we could, I think, through blessing each other through the living and powerful word? Again, I believe we are, and I praise God for that. We must realize, though, that we have great power to uh, help build up each other in the Lord, and the tongue also has a lot of power to tear down. And it's very easy, very easy in the flesh, very easy in anger, with even just one word to tear down that may take years to repair, whether it is speaking to each other or about each other. The tongue is a little member. This is at James 3. The tongue is a little member, and it boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles? And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. And yet, dear family, by the grace of the Lord and by his word, guided by his precious spirit, we can have and are called to have the ministry of building each other up in the faith. Every one of us in this room. And so I will conclude by sharing just a few verses from Proverbs about the impact of words, mostly uh, words that build up here. And three of these, or four of these are from, uh, or no, three of these are from chapter 15, one is chapter 16, one, one is chapter 25. So first of all, 15 verse one, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Now we've been talking about stirring up lately for love and good deeds, but it can, we can stir up in other ways. A harsh word stirs up anger. Soft words or kind and loving words, they help heal, they promote peace, they build up the body. Harsh words tear down by stirring up anger. And then the next verse, 15, verse four, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. So picture that, a tree of life. A wholesome tongue, though. So I think the picture is it's living and fruitful and it causes growth. It's a very healthy thing. And then 15, 23, a man has joy by the answer of his mouth and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. A word spoken in love at the right time has great potential for good in a person's life, for building somebody up. And it's joyful for us, it turns out, to do that, to give those kind of words. 1624, pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. So honeycomb, if you've ever bitten into one of those, is wonderfully sweet and it gives energy and joy, I guess, too. Pleasant words of grace are sweet to the soul and healthy to the body. And may that be the majority of the kind of words we speak. And then finally, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. So picture that, a beautiful silver bowl or whatever, and you have apples of gold in there. That's what a word fitly spoken is like. Words fitly spoken, I think, meant to build up, are beautiful. They're beautiful, they're pleasing to the person who receives them, pleasing to the Lord also, and they are a blessing so dear family, we are part of the body of Christ. 
And we are united in Christ like a building with great potential by the power of the Holy Spirit to strengthen each other and to build each other up, the whole body, by building up each other. And so this means of grace, as we come to the table, table of the Lord, builds us up. We are built up by his grace every week, as does the hearing of the word and, and prayer. And by the grace of the Lord and his word of grace, we can edify other members of his body. And as you partake now, ask the Lord to enable you more to bless others and edify them by your words and your service. Let's pray. Well, Lord, thank you that we have been given grace, much grace, to be able to build each other up and to edify each other as fellow members of your body. And as we partake of this sacrament and are built up by it, Lord, may we also go forth to build up each other in the faith, speaking words of grace and acting in love and service with the gifts that you have graciously given to us. Lord, help us to pursue the things which help to edify one another. And we ask this because we are children of the King and we pray in the name of Jesus, amen.